But if someone's there holding your hand and holding you accountable, expecting you to show up, it just makes the difference. It's the commitment that moves us forward. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have the business you've worked so hard to build disappear overnight? If that happened to you, what would you do? Hi, I'm Richard Ralston. Welcome to Focus on Progress, the podcast for you, the online membership owner who wants to see more progress in your business, in your life, and in the lives of those you lead. In this episode, I talk with Yvonne Shepard, founder of Women's Fitness Adventures, about how she stumbled across her business idea while on a 100-kilometer walk, and then went on to grow her business by 500% in three years, running adventures all over the world, and then lost 80% of her revenue overnight in March 2020 when the COVID-19 pandemic hit. We talk about how she's now rebuilding her business and how the support, encouragement and accountability she gets from her progress pod is helping her stay focused on moving forward and getting things done. Even if our business falls apart due to circumstances beyond our control, Yvonne's story reminds us that there is still hope that we can rebuild and that having a group of people around us who are there to support and encourage us makes all the difference. Hi Yvonne, hey welcome to the podcast, it's great to have you here, really appreciate uh, you taking the time to join us today. Oh hi Richard, thank you so much for having me here today, it's always great to chat with you and connect. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this conversation with you. So just to, to help our listeners learn a little bit more about you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, what you're passionate about, what drives you? Mm. Well, I'm an Australian woman in my mid-50s and I'm extremely passionate about staying well and staying healthy. And you know, if I had a life perf- purpose, it would be to help every woman live a longer, stronger, healthier life by design so that they can have the freedom to do all the things that they enjoy. So that, that's my life purpose. That's what motivates me. That's what inspires me. And I hope that I lead by example as well. But my background is a marketer and then marketing in women's health and wellness for the last 15 years. Wow, okay. So we're going to talk a little bit about what got you there because that sounds fascinating. But what are you currently doing now? So right now, I well, right now, as in eight years ago, I started my own company called Women's Fitness Adventures, and it is a fitness adventure company for women that is a collection of online and in-person, a hybrid of both, where women from all over the world join our community and are inspired, motivated uh, to participate and live their best life through fitness and wellness in a supportive environment. That sounds amazing. And when we've talked, you've you've been running, well, up until the last 12, 18 months or so, you've been running trips worldwide, right? Absolutely. Our worldwide adventures take us everywhere and we have women from everywhere that participate in those as well. And it's something, there's something very special when we travel, not only from, and have a fitness travel adventure, not only to see and experience that environment, but to actually give time to yourself. There's not a lot of times in our life, you know, once we finish school or university, that we actually don't have any responsibility for anything other than Mm. ourselves. So our adventures are about fitness. They're about hiking with like-minded or fitness with like-minded women. But they're also about conversation and and through the very act of moving every day, it's a transformation that happens and we all come home happier, healthier and and better human beings. Yeah, 
I love the whole adventure scene and it's something that I've done a lot when I was younger and I still try and get out to the outdoors uh, walking up and down the river every day and I, I just love it. it. It's something that feeds me, feeds my soul, keeps me well grounded, keeps me um, in a good headspace as well. So tell me, where have you traveled? Have you been like all over the world, exotic places? What, what's been some of the most amazing trips that you've done? Uh, it depends on your definition of exotic. <laughs> And, you know, people often ask me what my favourite adventure is and it's really hard to determine because for me a favourite adventure is about getting away from technology, about being able to connect with myself and, and the women around me and being immersed in that environment. And one of the things that we do as a business is is not only are we concerned and live the values of ecotourism, but we also live the values of immersing ourselves in that community. So giving back to the local community by staying there with the locals, supporting local businesses, spending our money and our, you know, our dollars on the local gelati or the local chocolate croissant yeah. so that that community is enriched by us being there and we're also enriched by, you know, absorbing what that community will give back to us. So where have we been? We have been pretty much all over Australia and to quite a lot of remote places within Australia as well. Think uh, off track in the middle of Kakadu National Park where we don't see anyone for seven days. There's wow. no, you know, it's a satellite phone. Yeah, and that's pretty special. Uh, we've also been to Italy. We love Italy and the Italians love these Australian women that show up. The Australian girlfriends, they say, all show up. They love us there. We've been to New Zealand quite a lot. We love New Zealand. It's um, of course you do. You know, <laughs> unlike Australia, there's no no creatures that can kill you, <laughs> like no wild animals. So we love we love that. We have also been to Croatia. We went wow. there, yeah, just before the past eighteen months. Uh, we have also been to Nepal and and done some treks in Nepal. Of course, we have a big, an even bigger bucket list now because the last 18 months we haven't been able to go. So this coming year we anticipate we'll be able to adventure to Iceland, back to Italy, to the Dolomites, and also back to Italy again to trek in Tuscany and then across to a little lesser-known place called Elba Island. Wow. That's... So the sky's the limit. Yeah, yeah. That's really exciting. And, yeah, and so fingers crossed things will change in the next few months and we can all get back to travelling. So uh, let's wind the clock back a couple of years. So you have this pretty successful business running, and you can tell us a little bit more if you'd like to about how successful that was. And then something happened uh, that happened for most of us round about March 2020. Uh, so, so can you tell us, just take us back a little bit about what was going on through 2019 and what happened into 2020? Mm. So we have been going for eight years now and it all started, I was in a, a corporate job, a, you know, a marketing director for a couple of countries for a global women's fitness chain. And I could see that once women got to a certain age, it just became harder and harder to get to a gym. And we all want to be fit and we all want to be happy and we all want to lose a bit of weight. But we don't actually ever know if we get there because there's no goal, there's no end in sight. Right. So when I um, I had this pivotal moment in, in 2013 that I wanted to go on a walk and I wanted to walk 100 kilometres and 12 ladies said they were coming with me wow. to do that. 
And halfway through that walk, which will be eight years in May next year, I came to the conclusion that there was a business concept in here and I had no idea how it was going to work, but I was able to come home and the domain, the Facebook, everything was still available. And I thought, that's an, that's, that's amazing. You know, there's, there's a message in that. So I registered the business and couldn't get to it for a couple of months, but then the first six months was just, you know, I was dabbling and then it took off and it was in person and in person in the home state of Queensland where I live for quite a while. But we'd always had inquiries from all over Australia and all over the world. I had inquiries from lots of people asking me, how do you start your own adventure company? And I had been featured in quite a few magazines because if you searched it up back then, I was the only person who had ever done that. So we were on this growth trajectory of you know over 500% in three years. We just kept, well, from nothing. It's pretty easy though. We kept growing and growing and growing. In 2019, we were at the cusp and 2020 was going to be, you know, that big breakthrough, like yeah. huge breakthrough. We'd employed extra full-time staff and, you know, had all the plans laid out. And we were in the March of 2020, about three days off going to New Zealand. <laughs> and then this little thing that got bigger and bigger hit and it all fell apart big time because no one in the world knew what to do and so there weren't any rules there weren't any procedures to follow so we lost about 80 percent of our revenue overnight 80 percent 80 percent yeah and we would have got back about 30 percent so we're about well we're about 50 percent down on where we were in 2019 but if we had been going on our trajectory, we would be, you know, probably, you know, we could have fourfold the revenue that we have now. Wow. So, yeah. So, so, so take yourself back to March, April, May, 2020. How were you feeling at that point, having lost 80% of your revenue? <laughs> you could find me in the corner under my desk cowering away most of the time it was it was very traumatic it was very an an anxiety ridden time as well because the whole world was reacting to this the pandemic but they were also reacting to their own circumstance and and when we're all operating from a base of fear we just lash out so fortunately i have a membership based business and you know, 99% of our members were extremely understanding and knew that we were a community and they know, like, and trust us. So that held us in good stead. But there were quite a few customers who aren't members anymore that did lash out, that did uh, blame us for all the circumstances that had happened. So I tried to, well, a couple of things I did was I really focused on looking after myself. So being, you know, my passion of health and wellness for women, I had to apply to myself and I had to mm. keep that mental strength within me. So I would continue with my daily exercise and I introduced some yoga to that program as well. But I also then compartmentalized and I have two computers. So I would put the stuff, you know, that was impacting us because of the pandemic onto another computer. So I would have a section of the day where I would deal with that. And then I would use my other computer to deal with the things that I needed to move the business forward because I knew that the business could get through this. I didn't know how long it was going to be, but I knew that 
you know, there was a, we had proof of concept that it wasn't just about the travel that would keep us going. Right. So it really was about trying to figure out how to survive. Yeah, how to survive, how to, what did I want this to look like on the other side? Right. And around about that time, you and I met. We did indeed. I got this little email. <laughs> um, I, I enrolled in a course. I'm, yeah, can can I'm you tell us? Yeah, can you tell us about that course yeah. that you enrolled in and and why you enrolled in it? What was that all about? Mm. So one of the things I had wanted to do with the business all along, but because it was growing so fast, it had always started as a membership business, but I had wanted to expand that to be beyond the state that I lived in, because we had inquiries from everywhere. It was how do I take this business and have it operational all over the world without me physically having to show up all the time. And, you know, we were chicken and egg. We'd put more leaders on, we'd fill those spots, we'd have to put more, and and we could never fill that demand. So I figured there had to be a better way, but I could never get to it. So I have enrolled in, I don't know how many courses over my past eight years, and I'm not very good at moving forward with courses. If I added up how much I spent, I would be shocked. So I knew that I needed the community to be something bigger than it was. And I needed that community to expand beyond my in-person and how to do that. So I sought some help and I sought some help from Sandra DeFreitas in her profitable groups on, on Facebook. So I enrolled in that course and that at the time, I think she was the only course that, that was pioneering these accountability groups that came with it as well. And I from what my knowledge is, happened to, my understanding, be the only one that wasn't, that was on a different time zone. And Sandra's like, I'll try and fit you somewhere. What does, what works, what doesn't? And I know I'm an early bird, but not quite that early. And then your email popped up and it was like, Yvonne, this is the perfect pod time. Can you make this pod time? And I said, yes, absolutely, I can make that. And that's been, what, 18 months now that yeah. we have been pretty much weekly connecting yeah so a background for the listeners i was uh, working with sandra freitas at the time and sandra asked me whether i could connect with you yvonne because you were in australia and the time frames worked well for us down here because obviously i'm in new zealand and actually you were the only one in that progress pod and so because this was new for sandra and i was doing some stuff for sandra i said yeah i'll run this and so you and i had this little pod by ourselves for a little while, didn't you, didn't we? That was pretty pretty kind of cool. <laughs> we did. And then over time, uh, we introduced some other people to that progress pod. Here's the interesting thing for me in that that you know you just made the statement that you have basically turned up to every meeting week in and week out for the last eighteen months. I think the only reason why you haven't ever attended a meeting is that you've been out somewhere trekking with a group of people. And it's only been a handful of times. So, so that's a little bit amazing, really. What is it about the progress pod that has just kept you coming back? There's a couple of things. I like accountability. I like to be you know, held, held to account for something because being held to account means you are moving forward. You know, as I said, I have applied and been in lots of courses and I can have a scattergun approach. But if I commit to something and someone holds me accountable, then I'll show up and I'll do the work and I find it moves me forward. It's the same 
uh, ethos that I apply to my principles and the same ethos that I am trying to apply to the business as well. We all, you know, we all have things we want to do, but unless we make something a priority, we're just going to beat ourselves up and have a lot of guilt around that. You know, I talk from a fitness point of view, you know, we all say we want to go for a daily walk, but if there's a competing priority that doesn't give you the time to go for a daily walk, every day you're going, I failed today, I failed today. But if someone's there holding your hand and holding you accountable, expecting you to show up, it just makes the difference. It's the commitment that moves us forward. Yeah, absolutely. And it's one thing that we talk a lot about in the progress pods that, you know, if you don't prioritize your time, somebody else will. And so we really encourage people to put these things that they want to do into their calendar, into their diaries to make sure that they've prioritized them. So you talked a little bit before about doing lots and lots of courses, and many of us have done all sorts of courses and all sorts of things, and many of us have not completed them. How did the Progress Pod add value to the course that you were doing with Sandra? Well, each week I had to, in in our Progress Pod, I had to nominate what my next tiny step was to move me forward, and then I had to mark or you make us you no, you don't make us you ask us (laughs) to put that in our calendar and share a screenshot so automatically we've got that micro commitment and then by the time you know we come to our next meeting a week later you're saying have you done it and i've been on that end of it where where i haven't done it and it's not a nice feeling (laughs) so um so applying it to the course well, I think COVID hit at around the time of the course as well. So I don't, ha- I have a bit of a vague memory of, of that beginning time, but I know since our time together, I have applied my next tiny step every week. Sometimes I don't answer it, but I do it. And because I don't like showing up next week saying I haven't done it, something else came in, but it's moved my business forward. So pre-March 2020, my vision of having a, a business that is a hybrid of in-person and online was a vision. Now at the, towards the end of 2021, I have a global online community. Wow. So I no longer have just Australia. I have a global online of women connecting in real time from wherever they are. And as you know, we move through the next phase of whatever life's going to throw at us. So too, we'll move through the next phase of business, but I have thanks to the next tiny steps, I have a good, pathway and a good I'm not very good at looking back at what I've achieved because I look forward and think oh my gosh I've still got all that stuff to do but if I look back over the past 18 months I think the next tiny steps have been the things that have moved me forward by showing up each week by doing those next tiny steps because it holds me to account nothing else you know nothing else holds me to account I mean, I hear you saying that you're a goal setter. You have dreams and visions and, and ideas of amazing things that you want to do in the future. So there's there's no doubt that you have a goal setting mindset. So what is it about it that's actually helped you move towards your goals or turn those goals I, into reality? Mm, that's a great question. I have lots of goals, lots of dreams, big dreams. And what is it about the pod that helps me turn it into a reality? The goals are big and they can seem overwhelming. And how would I get to those goals? 
And because we break it down into the next tiny thing to do. So my goal may be to have women from all over the world participate in an adventure hiking in Scotland. And that can be out there for whatever date I choose it to be. But I have to start somewhere. And so the pod, the progress pod has helped me start at the beginning. What's the next tiny step I need to do to move me towards that? So I have the big goal out there and I have a date on it, but I actually do need to start somewhere with what's the next step that can move, next tiny step that can move me forward rather than trying to eat the elephant in the room. Right, right. And, and you made a distinction there between um, next step and next tiny step. What, what does that mean? What does that mean to you? What? That's actually a good thing because I, you know, in our weekly chats that we have, I'll go, oh, yeah, my next step is just to do the blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that is a whole lot of stuff that you need to do in the next week. What's the next tiny step? that you can do to move that project forward. And it could be as much as this one's was opening the email from Eric and completing the questionnaire, which was a tiny step, but was a huge thing. And as we're talking, I saw his email come across the screen that I've moved to the next step. Wow. So that one tiny step, which is a big project, but that next tiny step has moved me forward to the next tiny step that I need to do. It's like, you know, you, you, I don't know what it's like in New Zealand or your listeners when you have your tax return to do and you think, oh, that is such a big, a big thing that you have to do. But if you just start with one little next tiny thing, it doesn't become so big. It's really interesting that you bring that up, Yvonne, because I have a story about somebody who I was talking to about Progress Pod Accountability Groups and the Next Tiny Step Method. And we were setting them up in her membership and... Uh, I won't give you the whole story here. You'll have to wait for another podcast episode to hear that. <laughs> but she almost, it, it was almost like she didn't believe how powerful this, you know, this little tool was, this little process was. And so between weeks, between us meeting to talk about how they were going to implement into their membership, she tried this out on her tax returns. And it just so happened that she was living overseas and it was something that she'd been putting off for quite a while and the outcome of it was phenomenal and when she was telling me about the result that she achieved from that she almost couldn't believe what had happened just by taking next tiny steps but you'll have to wait for that full story in another episode yeah there's a hook for you <laughs> yeah i can't wait so so what is it that keeps you coming back week after week after week well, there's quite a lot of things. Firstly, it's the results because if, I, well, if when I do look back, I can see how much progress I have made. So the progress is one reason. The accountability is another reason. Right. I, I don't have anyone that holds me to account weekly in my world. I have quarterly and annually, but no one weekly. I think that's really important. I like the variety that we have in our progress pod. We are from all over the world and all different backgrounds, which brings a whole new perspective to a business and also to what is considered a next tiny step. And no one's afraid to go, that's too big a step. You need to pull that back and make it the next tiny step to move forward. And the camaraderie, you know, the, we, the, the group over time forms a bond. And whilst we don't know a lot about each other's personal life we know enough about each other's business life to add constructive value 
to the conversation so that we each bring out the best in each other. Yeah, yeah. And, and so what, what would be your favourite part in our meetings when we get together? Because they are quite funny. They're quite oh, amusing. Oh, that's easy. That's easy. That's this banter between Australia and the tiny island we have off the side. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh... No, in all seriousness, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> there is a story which Richard will share on another podcast, I'm and sure. Yvonne teases me a lot. <laughs> Ah, but he's he's a good sort. Um, the 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 thing about it the most is that they're short and sharp. They don't drag on forever. We do, you know, it's not all business. There's the, you know, the friendships that are formed as well. So we do have that light conversation. I can't pinpoint it. It's it's a mixture of the accountability, the camaraderie, the friendship that we all have the same intention as well to support and encourage each other to move forward in our businesses. Yeah, and you're right, it is hard to pinpoint it. Um, obviously, I've thought about this pretty deeply. There is also something about hearing what's happened in the person's life over the, the last week and the progress they've made and them sharing their wins and how exciting that is. And, and you know, from time to time, people get really stuck and then they decide on a decision that they're going to make or something they're going to do to move them forward. And there's like, I know for me, there's the anticipation during the week. I wonder how that person's got on. I wonder what's happened. And then we come back to a meeting and often there are massive breakthroughs that people have made in their mindset or just doing something. Often it's mindset and building a belief or dealing with a negative belief. And it's just encouraged them to take a tiny little step. And that tiny little step has opened up a whole new um, level of progress for them. And, and I know that's, that's what excites me about it um, very, very much. Well, Yvonne, that has been incredible talking with you and, and hearing you talk about the Progress Pod Accountability Groups. What are you up to now? What, what, are your, what, what are you working on now? What are you heading towards? What is your kind of, you know, next goals for the immediate future? Well, <laughs> okay, there's plenty as always, but my next most immediate goal is to launch adventure ready hiking courses. We have trained, successfully trained and taken women all over the world for the past eight years. And we know, we know that about 40% of people that book into walking or hiking holidays don't succeed globally. So our passion, our mission is to give women and men as well, the confidence to hike, the confidence in fitness, hiking skills and gear and equipment so that when they book onto a walking or hiking holiday, either with us or with anyone else, that they, you know, they get the most out of the time and money that they've invested in that and they're successful on their adventure, that they build this love of walking and hiking forever and want to do it again and just have the best time ever. So we're launching a range of courses we've been piloting piloting them this year and they will hopefully go to market in the beginning of the year so it's very exciting that is very very exciting so if people are interested in learning more about what you're doing connecting with you finding out more about these adventures that you're running where can they connect with you you can find us at our website womensfitnessadventures.com you can also find us on facebook women's fitness adventures on instagram women's fitness adventures yeah, if you just put in Women's Fitness Adventures, we will pop up. 
Great. Well, we'll add a link to those places in the show notes for you. Very, very exciting. I'm really looking forward to seeing the photos actually from your Iceland trip. Sounds like it's going to be amazing. So uh, just as we finish off, what would you say to a membership owner who was thinking of adding Progress Pods into their membership? That's a really great question and, and really timely as well. We're introducing accountability pods into our business because the customers are seeking accountability and it will maintain the membership as well by a customer having that accountability they see the value they see their progress and they stay so it retains value inside the membership as you said earlier if we don't prioritize our time somebody else does if if there's something that's really important to you and a goal and if you look back over your history what were you doing six months ago and you haven't moved any further to your goal then either that's not an important goal or you need to get off your butt and do something about it. And the only way you're going to do something about it, because you've proven you haven't done it yourself, is to get somebody to hold you accountable. So from a business point of view, it adds more value to the membership or the business. But from a participant point of view, it actually moves me forward to where I want to go. And I think, you know, not all of us want to move, want to move forward, but, you know, nothing changes if nothing changes. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Yvonne. It's been great to find out a little bit more about you and you know what you're doing in your business and how Progress Pods have really helped you. And, and it sounds like they're going to have a wonderful impact on your members moving forward as well. So, you know, look, thank you so much for joining us today. I've really appreciated it. Anytime, Richard. I've loved having our chat and look forward to hearing this and the other podcast that you alluded to as well. Thanks, Yvonne. Whenever I hear a story like Yvonne's, I get inspired to keep going. I hope you found her story inspiring too, and I really encourage you to check out what Yvonne is up to and maybe even get involved. I know she would love to hear from you, so please check out her links below. And as I'm sure you've realized, I'm passionate about helping people make progress. One of the ways I do this is through helping membership owners implement progress pod accountability groups into their courses and memberships. If you would like to find out more about our progress pod accountability group system and how it can help you increase your membership retention, go to richardrelston.com. There's a link in the show notes. You can also connect with me on Instagram at richardrelston. And if you've heard something in this episode that you thought was interesting, helpful or valuable, I'd really appreciate it if you take the tiny step of heading over to Apple Podcasts and leaving me a review. You might also like to share this podcast with a friend. Remember to hit the subscribe button. And until next time, remember to focus on progress because it's your tiny steps taken consistently over time that will enable you to produce massive results. Thank you.